This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Wake up, America, before it's too late. The Steve Day Show. And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Steve Day Show, live and on demand right here on Blaze TV, radio and podcast. My name is Steve Dace. His name is Todd Erzin. His name is Aaron McIntyre. Who knows, over the course of the day, you may learn some new names. One of the new names we want you to learn that just joined the program as a partner, our friends at Samaritan Ministries, as we continue to look for ways to build an alternative parallel economy uh, to take it, it much control of our situations as we possibly can, given the spiraling cost, inflation, politicians who put out ads pumping gas where the, the, the gas tank is beeping because they haven't selected the grade and somehow that made it through the editing process. You guys saw that yesterday, I assume, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, this, this is the era in which we live. That's why you want to get hooked up with Samaritan Ministries. They connect hundreds of thousands of Christians across the nation who come together through prayer and encouragement and financial support whenever a medical need arises. It's not insurance and you're not limited by restrictive networks. So you have a say in your medical need uh, and say you have one and then you don't have to check out wh which hospitals in your network or be concerned about the doctor being in that network. You go to where you choose, where you want to go. Don't give that a second thought because at Samaritan Ministries, you're in control of your health care. And then afterwards, fellow members, they'll pray for you, send money directly to you and help you pay your medical bills. And when they have a medical need, you'll do the same for them. Little Acts 2 community there. That's what biblical health care should look like. So check it out today at SamaritanMinistries.org slash Steve Dace. SamaritanMinistries.org slash Steve Dace. A few housekeeping items before we get into today's show. And yes, we will hear from the weekly prophet of Woe and Lamentation later. Uh, that is one of the housekeeping items. Daniel and I will be announcing um, a project uh, that we are partnering on. Uh, in, as, as it relates to rise of the Fourth Reich and uh, to give you a chance to, to help a brother out. And we're going to tell you about that coming up later on in the show today. Also, the people have spoken overwhelmingly in the inbox and, and they're done with the birthday shout outs. So the people have spoken. So they're gone. They're wow. tedious. People are tired of it. It bogs everything down and they just want to move on. Okay. So, you should appreciate this, Mr. Vinegar, as a delicacy. Yeah, but this you, is right up your alley, man. But I'm not neurotic. So, like, I. It's just amazing when the snapping points people have. I'm fascinated. I never thought it was. I thought it was. It's fairly recent thing that you've been doing. Our show's motto is. Uh, screw you and thanks for listening. And yes. people are like, enough with the birthdays. Yes. I wonder if people in the audience thought, you know, there's no amount of nasty notes we can send to Dace that will move him in almost anything. So let's just go ahead and spend all our capital on this one to see if on this one thing, maybe he'll listen to us for once and do what we want. But so it worked. They're gone. And, and you know what? Here's the thing. If we weren't going to cut them loose, we'd just be doing this for... It. The, flood, the floodgates would open. It's probably for the best. So... 
But for during the exact same time period, you're getting email about how you're too hard on people. I know. Isn't it great? Which way should we go, Western man? Yes. So, once and for all, today, on August 9th, 2023, happy birthday to everybody. <laughs> happy birthday to everybody you've ever wanted to wish happy birthday to. We love every single one of them. All of your husbands are brave and diligent. All of your wives are smoke shows. And all of your parents are finishing the race and you admire them. How's that? We got it all in. Aaron's laugh is precious. Like, that's the biggest load of BS we've ever, ever said on this show. It sounded like Garrison Keillor talking about uh, his hometown in Minnesota. And everybody's above average. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes, Lake here, here at Lake Wobegon. Thank you. Yes. All right, so that is retired now. The, the inbox has spoken. Man, I opened that door in a crack, and it got shoved open in my inbox. That was almost every email I got yesterday. It was 10 to 1. Stop them, please. Make it stop. All right, so they're done. All right, we're moving on. Um, one other thing I want to let you know about as well. Next week, the DVD for Nefarious launches. And I, I, I haven't had a chance to be that involved in the, D, the DVD process of the project. And so I'm just kind of getting up to speed on this now. I mean, I had no idea. We are number one in all DVDs in the thriller and horror categories in Amazon.com. Like a week before the DVD even comes out. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. And it, it, it looks very likely that where we're trending with DVD sales are going at that launch be the final push to get our film into the black, which around the 1st of May did not look like that was going to happen, maybe ever, let alone within this calendar year. So very, very thankful for that. And yeah, there's a Blu-ray edition and all that stuff as well. You just Amazon lists all those on their own separate page. I don't know why, but that's how they do it. Um, and so pre-sales are available right now at Amazon.com for the Nefarious DVD. And we are number one in all of Amazon. That's every movie, like ever, that we're in the thriller and horror categories. Have there been a few movies made in those categories? I think so. Like sometimes you'll see. And I, hey, when I was really, when I was, man, schlepping it, grinding, you know, and, and I put out a book and it was a number one in government administration on Thursdays for people who wear white after Labor Day. I mean, I was tweeting that everywhere. So I get it. I mean, you've you got to hate the game, not the player. I, I respect it. I, I started in a mailroom, so I understand. But to be number one in two of the largest categories of film releases every year is insane. Insane for a movie with a three and a half million dollar production budget. That's just crazy. In accordance with next week's launch of the DVD, we are going to make an announcement that I think is going to make a lot of you very happy. So that's a tease. So that is coming next week in accordance with the launch of the DVD of Nefarious. You don't want to miss it. And now you don't want to miss Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away brought to you by Owning Chris Christie. And the others are at like 12. One is at 12. I think that's the sanctimonious, but he's rapidly being caught by Ramishwamy. Who's good? No, no, Christie's he's eating right now. He can't be bothered. <laughs> Sir, please do not call him a fat pig. That's very disrespectful. Don't call him. See, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. Don't call him a fat pig. <laughs> 
What an idiot. Moving on, issue one in Ohio's special election yesterday failed by 15 points. Come November, it'll likely be a constitutional right to trans the kids they don't abort right before they come through the birth canal. Another indication that President Trump was right about the pro-lifers. Man, they're killing us. Moving on, and in more pressing news, conservative transgender Blair White was on comedian Roseanne Barr's podcast this week to talk about the moon landing. You think they went to the moon? I don't know. Um, I've seen videos giving some pretty good points on either side. I will say, is there anyone with two brain cells to rub together or two eyes that doesn't think the government is capable in the very least of faking something like that or lying in that manner? Because even if you don't believe that it is a lie, you got to believe they're capable of such a lie. Checking in on Joe Biden. Grand Canyon, one of the Earth's nine wonders, wonders of the world. Literally, think of that. You know, it's amazing. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. The House Oversight Committee revealed this morning that the Biden family and their associates received no less than $20 million from foreign actors in Ukraine, Russia, and Kazakhstan. They're finally going to get him this time. Mitch McConnell says impeaching Joe Biden is, quote, not good for the country. Here's Mike Pence pumping gas. Hey, everybody. Mike Pence here. Remember $2 a gallon gas? I do. And then Joe Biden became president of the United States and launched his war on energy. Select your fuel grade, Mike. Are up 60 percent. Electricity prices are up 25 percent. Joe Biden's war on energy is causing real hardship for working Mike, families, do you want E85, ethanol-free, 89 or 91 octane? We just unveiled the Pence Energy Plan that will not only put our country back on a path Push a damn button, Mike. <laughs> what an idiot. Rob DeSanctis axed another Soros prosecutor this morning. Jeb Bush probably made him do it. Yeah, it's okay though, because President Trump thinks Ron DeSantis is literally Hitler. He truthed this video out this morning. And finally, my brothers and sisters and Magadonians, let us dwell on these words from at Jim Libertarian on Twitter this morning. Quote, Jesus and Donald J. Trump are the two greatest men to have ever walked the earth emoji since the beginning of humanity. And of course, Jesus was the greatest. And that's why Jesus fully supports the second greatest man to have ever walked the earth emoji, because Trump is the chosen one to save humanity from Satan praying hands emoji. Amen? Amen. That's what happened while we were away. Um. What just happened? <laughs> Are we live on Getter right now? Are we live on Getter right now? Did we get canned by the Blaze and we're live on Getter right now and I'm not even aware? Because that is the montage of a show that's live on Getter right now. Am I being punked? We all are. <laughs> Each and every one of us. You know, this is the perfect place to talk about our friends at Bonner Private Wines, I think. Mm, can we drink on the show live yet? I think maybe we have been, actually, <laughs> uh, based on what I just watched. Drunk right? I think we're drunk right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, today we have a special treat for you. It's a wine so rare. Unfortunately, as you just watched, Aaron's already drank it all. It's all gone now. But one day, shipments will come in and be refilled of this awesome wine that Aaron clearly drank before that was created. Oh, I drank my Trumpade this morning, Steve. Um, it is called Sunal Illogico. Perfect. <laughs> Couldn't make it up. Sunal Illogico Malbec, never before imported gem. Deep in the Kalaki Valley of Argentina, breathtaking altitudes of 8,900 feet which you may feel as if you want to jump from after watching that. Third highest vineyard in the world. Test the height for yourself. I'm frankly contemplating it. What sets this bottle apart from home or restaurant wine? It's highly rated, 91 points. No fining, no filtration done. They preserve the true natural taste, boasting a staggering 10 times the resveratol, uh, of the average red wine, 93% less sugar than the bulk grocery store wines you buy. And you know what? Bonner Private Wines is the sole importer of this product. So we have arranged for you to get access right now uh, via Bonner Private Wines, B-O-N-N-E-R, bonnerprivatewines.com slash Steve. That's bonnerprivatewines.com slash Steve. Act fast. And if you do, You'll get 50% off the wine and free shipping. 50% off the wine and free shipping at bonnerprivatewines.com slash Steve. So I, I now know why Aaron did not want to tell me what was in the rundown before the montage ran. Um, let's, let's try to be serious for a second about what's in the montage. No, oh, I think we should. Because I think I understand where Aaron is coming from. I... I I spoke to, oh, here's what I want to do first. Next segment, because I have, I've received, when it wasn't people telling me to cancel, happy birthday. <laughs> Speaking of serious. <laughs> and don't call me Shirley. Um, the, the next highest priority in my inbox this morning was talking about issue one in Ohio, which, you know, as a movement, we had no time to talk about. I saw Steve Bannon, you know, I, I shouldn't, you know, do the make the getter reference. He was over on getter actually trying to get the vote out for issue one. I saw that yesterday. So props to him for that. We highlighted it. A few other shows did, but much of cons- quote unquote Let's conservative get Blair media. White's take on the moonlight. Yeah, just landing. could not be bothered with what was going on. I mean, I just. But I, I want to talk about why Michigan and Ohio have both happened in a post row world. Two states with dramatically different political trajectories right now, even though they're, they're neighboring states in the same region. Michigan has a state where the Republican Party is dead as a doornail, does not exist, has no money, no organization, no credibility, nothing. I mean, Gretchen Whitmer has done to the Michigan Republican Party, um, and it was already flailing anyway before she took over. That's how she won in the first place. There, there, there's a more than decade-old issues there, as I've talked in reference on the show before, uh, with the right in Michigan. But Gretchen Whitmer has effectively done to the Michigan Republican Party what Ron DeSantis did to the Florida Democratic Party. It just doesn't exist. It's just there are people that are like registered Republicans, but it just this is a shell that has no um, skin. I mean, there's just it, there's no there there. Okay, it's like a, you know, you open up the, it, there's a there's a, a statue of a knight and you open up the mask and you realize there's no body inside. That's the Michigan Republican Party. And yet in Ohio, same issue, same vote. But that's a state where the Republican Party is ascendant in that state. 
And that's a state that has gone from the, the swing state that Republicans must win. And every time they do, they win a presidential election to that's kind of a state right now that it's hard for Republicans to lose. And yet they had the same result. Why? I'm going to explain to you why. A lot of you are asking me about this. I will explain to you why in the next segment. But I, I, I want to talk about something that I was told last night by a little birdie that ties perfectly into Aaron's montage. And Aaron did not know at the time you did this montage. I was shown some polling data of Iowa last night. And it's the kind of polling data that you do to get the atmosphere, the environment. You're not looking for necessarily a result, right? You're, you're wondering what's happening on, it's, what's happening on the ground. And, and that's driving results that you would see. And what it showed is over 90... Now, keep in mind, this is the state where we have a very astute electorate compared to the rest of the country, as we have talked about. We have proven this in, over the last decade. And, and you have seen Iowa move as red in the last decade as any state in the union has from its traditional perch. Over 90% of Iowa Republicans are aware of the indictment and the legal peril that Donald Trump faces in in the Washington, D.C. gulag. Over 90% of them do. About 60% of them, I can't remember, it's like 62. It's it's somewhere, it's about 60%. About 60% of them because they were they were asked, do you think he'll be convicted? Do you think that he will be imprisoned? On those two answers, okay, over 60% of Iowa Republicans said they don't believe Trump will either be convicted or imprisoned. And what that what that showed me is even on the ground here where we live, I mean, understand, this is the state that launched me. And I was even meaner then than I am now. <laughs> right? I've, I've mellowed in my old age. Okay. This is the state that launched me. It is on the, on the largest platform in the state. It is, it's not unaccustomed to difficult conversations, topics, debates. And even here. We had no stay-at-home order. We were the first state to fully reopen by gubernatorial decree, including high school and high school sports. Could go on and on. And even here, a majority of Iowa Republicans think this is a game. A majority of them think that our opponents are not as unserious, that our opponents are as unserious as we are. Because I will say this, if I had done a show yesterday and stacked those days in accordance with what was in Zayn's montage, I mean, our, our, our viewership and listenership to this show has exploded in the last four years. That's why we just got a three-year contract extension. But folks, if we, if, if we, did, if we did our showmanship with that content, huh, mo' money, we're just... We're just printing money here. I, 
I had a, I had a guy, I looked at his Twitter feeds, like 40,000 Twitter followers, really smart. And so I thought he could handle the conversation, follows me. And so I, he was like, I absolutely don't believe they'll convict and imprison him. So I just asked him. Okay. Then the, all these processes are in motion. They're all in motion. And so I'm like, okay. So tell me, I'm asking genuinely, I would like to know. Now that all these processes to convict and imprison him are in motion, where do you think they will, they, what do you think they'll do with all this? Where will all this energy go? And his answer was fascinating to me. He's, he was like, well, you know, I guess I kind of just thought they were just doing this to make it harder for him to get elected. But maybe I haven't contemplated, and this, this is key. Listen to what I'm about to say right here. This is, un, this is incredible. But I, I, I'm so glad that he was, I was able to engage him because I think this is instructive for both sides, including ours, of this conversation. He said, I don't know, maybe I just have to accept they're, they're just this bad of people. I responded back to him. They're castrating your sons. They are chest-binding your daughters. This is the key point. They are showing your kindergartners gay porn. They took the one institution we had left in this country, everybody agreed on, Disney, and turned it into sacrilege. Where would you yet be struck? the, 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 The southern border has become such a human trafficking outpost that now Bobby Kennedy Jr. is calling for a for building the wall for goodness sakes a Kennedy wants to build the wall and this is on the heels of they tried to use this virus to permanently alter our civilization This is what I mean by invincible ignorance. I had a buddy of mine tell me he went to the gym. I think I may even mention this on the show. He was at the gym the day at the time that Trump was arraigned in D.C. And he was working out with some buddies. And they're all, they all stopped to watch this. They're all, you know, they're all big right-wingers, and they all stopped to watch this. And he said to his buddies, he said, you know they're going to convict him, right? Oh, no, man. It's a show. He's got a plan. These are smart people. It's not real. It's just all BS. Just trying to stop him from getting elected again. We're too comfortable, Steve. We are still too comfortable. Because you think because you're at a gym and watching this on TV, it's not serious. As opposed to in the gulag yourself, when now it hits home. You know the old Ronald Reagan line? It could be applied to a lot of different issues. One of his most famous lines, a recession is when your neighbor doesn't have a job, and a depression is when you don't. That's when it hits home real fast. Just change. But we could could take recession and depression out and put almost any societal construct, uh, that, that, that challenging societal construct in there. All right? A reality show is when you're watching somebody else be persecuted. Tyranny is when it's they're persecuting you. 
See what I'm saying? Yeah. Just it, it, we're still so comfortable in many places. It cannot resonate with us that this these are demons. Help me, and I get it. For I was even doing this as recently as like even a couple years ago. You finally beat this out of me, and that's that's one of the reasons why there's a literal freaking gun on the stage pointed at me. All right. So should I return to this place of analyzing stuff as if it's as if it is a t- tangible to anything constructive? My staff is, in, is, is instructed to shoot me on site. On site, there is a gun. There is an air gun. It is loaded, and it sits right in front of Todd right here on the studio. Aaron can put the camera on it and show you right now. That's where it is. Uh, he's giving you the, the, the price my, of right display. Yes. There it is right there. Because I, I don't know what else they need to do. I mean, we're, we arrest moms for taking your kids to the park. We're going we're gonna to poison athletes with a vaccine they don't need and then lie about it? I, I, ironically, this is why I don't believe, and this is what the majority of the conservative movement in industry believes, by the way, what I'm about to say. They really believe that there is a level of persecution Donald Trump could suffer that would cause what we like to call normies, that's the people we're describing, that would cause normies to say, oh, hell no, enough. This can't happen. I would love for that to be the case. I'm having a hard time believing that the normies who already don't like Donald Trump will suddenly feel the disruption occurring to him more than what they tried to do to their own children. I mean, I remember sitting on that election stage on election night here at the Blaze. It wrecked me. I'm sitting there in a tub of corn. I got the Tiger Woods red shirt. I'm ready. Red wedding, man. I am ready. Normies are coming back home. No Trump on the ballot. No more mean tweets. No more distractions. No more excuses. We all see the demons out in the open now. No more sideshows. Devils in red unitards and pitchforks. Cats and dogs living together. Stay puffed marshmallow men. Okay, walking down freaking Park Avenue, man. All right? What are we doing here? And I'm thinking now. Now's the time the normies come home. Did they come home, Todd? They did not. They did not come home! Not a single incumbent lost in America, a meaningful race all night long, actually. Think about that. All the hell we had just been through as a country and not a single incumbent lost a meaningful race in America. Think about that. And now, (laughs) by the way, how are we going to get the normies to feel it if our own people think it's a joke? There it is. How are we, then if our own people are like, oh, it's just all a show. He's got a plan. We're on ninth dimensional chess now. If our own people think it's a joke, why would the normies suddenly be like, wow, this poop is real? I, I don't believe that will work. I see no evidence of it. In fact, I see evidence going the other way, which, the, which is the harder they press, the more wicked they get in the open to the point that Shakespeare proclaims, hell is empty for all the devils are here. The, the more they do this, the more we refuse to admit they're doing it. And so they know there is no blowback. There is nothing to worry about. They can do whatever they want. No one will do anything. But yet we are convinced if they keep punishing our guy sooner or later, some another layer of people who've hated him despite all of his... Dude, dude, dude signed peace treaties with Saudi Arabia, the country that gave us the 9-11 hijackers and Israel. 
And that wasn't good enough for the normie crowd, was it? It was not. It was not. You could buy a freaking used car when Donald Trump was president. You can't now. That wasn't good enough for him, though, was it? It was not. So suddenly now, suddenly now, there will be some crescendo, some line that will hit home to them. And they will say, that's enough. That's my boy. That's my quarterback. Our own people don't even believe this is real. Our own people don't even believe they're approaching this line. Our own people believe it's a joke. Our own people are laughing, giggling. Why in the world would the normies wake up then? For goodness sakes, I don't understand that. Name me the issue. You know what? Let me ask it this way. On August 6th, 2021... Rochelle Walensky went on national television with Wolf Blitzer on CNN and admitted that with the advent of Delta variant, the COVID vaccines no longer stop the transmission and that the vaccinated can also get and spread the virus. One month later, the president of the United States issued amongst the most wicked and evil executive orders in American history, mandating that you now take this vaccine that as CDC has already admitted on national TV does not work and you must take it to work. You must submit to being a human experiment in real time. Now we have exploding cancer rates, exploding excess deaths, exploding myocarditis, exploding tinnitus, depopulation. And they imposed this after they admitted the drug didn't work. Explain to me, you tell me, where is the line that they will just say, psych! Putting Donald Trump in prison is a layup to these people. It's a leisure pursuit. My goodness, wake up. It'd be refreshing if our people actually thought that line exists. Normies and those Republicans alike still think the, the vaccine saved them. You know that's true. We will do what almost no one else will do in our industry today. Talk about issue one in Ohio and why it happened and why it will keep happening in a moment. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. If you've got odors in your home that you just cannot get rid of, get rid of those stinky odors. Now, I don't, I don't know that the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier can do a darn thing about stinking thinking. 
That's what we're trying to do on our show the rest of the time. But I do know it can do something, a thing or two, about stinky odors, whether that is from cooking, cigarette smoke, litter boxes, trash cans, even that stubborn mildew from the basement that just won't go away. No match for the thunderstorm air purifier. Starts purifying the air because it's not a freshener. It's a cleaner. It purifies that air. And it starts working within seconds after plugging it in. No filters. So you're never replacing those out of your own time or expense. Um, And this is why. It has thousands of five-star reviews, including dozens of positive reviews from our audience since they came on board our show back in 2022. So right now you can get their three-pack for whole home protection, one for every level of your home. Or maybe, you know, you get a split level or a ranch, two for your home, one for the garage, one for the for the home office, whatever you want to do. Uh, just go to EdenPureDeals.com, get all three for under 200 bucks and free shipping with the promo code Steve at EdenPureDeals.com. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code Steve. Get all three units under 200 bucks and free shipping at EdenPureDeals.com. Promo code Steve. All right, so let's talk about what happened with issue one in Ohio last night, the, uh, the, the ballot referendum to try to raise the threshold for uh, altering the state constitution. Right now in Iowa, or, I'm sorry, in Ohio, you can do it uh, strict plurality at the ballot box. This was an attempt to make it a clear majority uh, because everybody recognizes that the plan this fall are for the baby killers to put and enshrine the killing of children uh, and the castrating of your kids. They're even putting these things together now. They're not even hiding it. To put them together on the ballot in Ohio and get you to vote for it to basically bypass the legislature. Now, there's going to be a group of you, because I've already heard from some of you, there's going to be a group of you that would say, I'm actually against this bill on the merit because I don't want to make it harder to amend our state constitution for a time we will get a pharaoh that knows not Joseph. I get that. I might even be somewhat sympathetic to it in a vacuum. But this is also you can become too smart by a half. I mean, your enemies aren't luring you into a trap. Go back to the conversation we just had. After they get control of your state constitution, you know what they're going to do after that? (laughs) What do you think they're going to do? Make it harder to amend it. Mm -hmm. They're not going to just sit there and say, because I've heard this argument going back to the conversation we just had too. Well, even if the normies won't realize the persecution, won't wake up at the persecution of Trump, Biden's uh, declining job approval and failures and mental faculty is finally starting to break through. Now, I actually agree that it is, that, that the data shows that it is. So you're telling me that they're going to go through this entire effort of prosecuting, convicting, imprisoning Trump. And then in November of 2024, they're going to let it all ride on a 90-year-old uh, 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 dilettante. You think that? Mm-mm. They're swapping his ass out if they have to. Yes. I mean, if you, you are, you're, not, you're not putting Donald Trump through one, two, three, four, five different grand juries, okay? And then at the end, you're like, all right, man, we're letting it ride on Dementia Joe here. Whole plan could just go up in smoke. Who knows? Come on, man. Goodness. Back to issue one in Ohio. Big Mike says hello. I understand the merits of that argument, but you're up against people. You're behaving as if there's still a social compact. And therefore, certain premises within that compact will be honored. No, they won't. After they're done amending your constitution, they will then get control of your government and change it so that you can't. That's how this works. Understand that. 
any more decorum? Here are the new rules. Don't do what God says is bad. After that, we win, they lose. That's the plan, Todd. You want a plan? I gave you the plan. Don't break God's law. Short of that, we win, they lose. That is the plan. Because war. We're, it's war now. War. Not a game. Not a reality show. They're just trying to make it hard. No, 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 no. Nope. You're right. They, they put 1,100 Donald Trump supporters in prison, many of them nonviolent, indefinitely detained, awaiting trial for Evs, because it's a game. It's a reality show. No, it's not. There is no more decorum. I respect the hell out of Ron Paul. The Ron Paul, you know, nuanced view of the Constitution, out. Because we have a non-nuanced breaking of the social compact. It's like tr that, trying to enforce the Constitution on these people is like trying to enforce a prenup against a guy that's left you for seven girlfriends. Wish you luck. You're screaming, it says right here. He's screaming with another chick in the other room. Good for you. Did a great job of ignoring reality. There is no compact. So there, there, there's no place for nuance now. Now I get that. I'm a nuanced guy. Not my thing. I had to, I've had to make some major adjustments myself yeah. the last few years. Have I always been comfortable making those adjustments? You have not. Could you imagine me saying in 2017 what I am saying to you right now on this show? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But have we learned a few things since 2017? Way too many things. Way too many. So I could sit here and continue to do like this hyper-national review or hyper-Ron Paulian they're not necessarily the same ideologically, but it's the same premise. Like some, some hyper-nuanced, highly intellectualized way to split the atom here. No. Here are the new rules. Don't disobey God. After that, we win, they lose. Those are the only two rules. That's it. And we do the first one so we don't become like them and just make the whole place suck because zero times zero is still zero, right? Yes. Okay. So don't disobey God. And then after that, and you'll probably be surprised at how much latitude God gives you to wage war, actually, because you're, you, you're, you've been nicer than him for too long. So you'll be surprised. Like God believes in total war. Now, he doesn't believe in having war happen totally. But when it comes time for war, it's total war. Hell gets raised. Tribes get completely demicided. That's what happens. When it's time to go to war, war happens. Like, you know, Jesus impales demons in hell on his way back to heaven. Just making a stop, okay? Israelites go into Canaan and people are lost to history forever. That's what happens, guys. It's not a half measure. So God is not for being 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 engaged in war totally you want a religion that's called islam that's what muhammad did last 20 years of his life died doing it but in christianity when war is called for it is total war and you wage it until defeat 
when you meet the standards of a just war that's right let's bring some justice then to prosecute it justly correct and i believe we're there so we don't disobey god we don't lie we don't steal we don't bear false witness we don't murder meaning take life unnecessarily without cause after that though here are the rules we win they lose and we took a big L last night. I'm going to tell you why. It's our own fault. We haven't talked about this in many years on this show because it just hasn't been relevant. But for, for many years on this show, I was at open war with Pro-Life Inc. Or what our president here, Gaston Mooney, refers to as Big Baby from his time working on Capitol Hill for people like, uh, who, who's the great conservative senator from South Carolina whose name escapes me, retired. And went and ran Heritage for a while, but he, oh. one yeah. of the, one of the one of the good ones we had for a, a short, too short amount of time. But you'd think, given how few good ones we've had, we'd remember his name. But anyway, um, and it's because for decades we pursued no strategy in the pro-life movement that would actually um, end Roe versus Wade. On one hand, we said Roe must be overturned. On the other hand, we pursued no strategy that would overturn it. Many of you think that we banned partial birth abortion and late-term abortion in the Bush years with Carhartt versus Gonzalez. We did not. We actually didn't ban a single late-term partial birth abortion, which is why, to this day, we are still one of, I think, six countries on the earth that still do late-term abortions, along with luminaries like China, North Korea. Want to be, you, you always wanted to be on an exclusive list with you them. You do. You don't ever... But France, a nation who has prime ministers who, when they die, their mistresses and wives are both at the funerals. Doesn't allow late-term abortion. Think about that. Doesn't allow it. A couple of years ago, when it was proposed in Mississippi, the 15-week ban, and it was just, that, that led to the overturning of Roe, right, that bill, and world leaders like Macron in France are having a cow uh, in France. You can't have an abortion after 15 weeks. That's their own law. Liar or dumbass, does it matter? Same outcome. That's the law in France. Can't do late-term abortions in France. Pretty good rule of thumb. Rule of thumb. If the country that doesn't really care who burnt down Notre Dame Cathedral thinks a term for abortion is too late, it's probably too late. Fair. Fair. Yeah. You don't ever want to have France more pro-life than you. Fair. Think that's fair? It's fair. I think it's fair. Tough, but fair. And so for the first decade of my career, and a lot of this occurred before the show really blew up, I was constantly at war. And I belonged to a faction at the time it was known as personhood, but essentially it's basically the strategy that says, why don't we just use the Constitution? The Fifth Amendment says no person shall be denied life, liberty, or property without due process of law. The 14th Amendment, the Equal Protection Clause, says almost mirrors the exact same language. If you go back to the hearing of Roe v. Wade in 1972, you listen to the audio of that, and the attorney for NARAL arguing before the Supreme Court is asked point blank by Justice Byron Wizard White. She is asked point blank, what happens if a state were to define a fetus as a person under the constitution and she nervously giggles and says well that would make my case a lot more difficult to make obviously because nobody wants to be killing people oh okay cool that just seems like the most logical argument and what was funny is i'd make it in the audience and be like well i just kind of thought that's what we always believed huh until we took it to the state legislatures in several states around the country and tried to get them to do it guess who opposed us everywhere susan b anthony listed national right to life did they opposed us in every state we went to blew my mind blew my mind 
And so now you know why I am not on the official pro-life speaking tour, despite the fact few people have done more on that issue than I have all over the country, spoken about it more often, been shared pro-life testimonies on national television more often than I have. It's because I dared to say, shouldn't if our goal is to overturn Roe, shouldn't we come up with legislation that does it? Carhartt versus Gonzalez just banned one method of late-term abortion. You could just, basically, we told the Nazis you can use Zyklon B, but not A, to gas us. That's all we did. At the end, $40 million was spent winning that case. And at the end, James Dobson admitted it didn't really save one baby. We just weren't serious. That seems to be a common theme. It is. Yeah, we just weren't serious. Now, we kind of found a half measure to get there with heartbeat bills. Still not fully what I am for, but since we are actually arguing our premise, like what is a life? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's my premise too. I was all in favor of it. Lo and behold, (laughs) hot damn. What do you know, guys? In a span of like five years, we went, it just took five years to argue our premise of what signifies life. Scoreboard. As opposed to when can we kill it? When does it feel pain? When is it mature? That's their argument. That's a Malthusian ethic argument. That's their premise. We spent 40 years arguing their premise, five years arguing our own, and we overturned Roe doing that miraculously. Huh, weird. You mean when you have a better chance of winning the argument when you're making your argument and not your enemies? Funny how that works. Funny, ha ha. Joke's on us. Again, not serious. Well, now the problem is the national pro-life groups have no strategy post-Roe. The dog has caught the car, the ambulance. Doesn't know what to do with it. They have no strategy. And it's not that they haven't thought of it. I'll tell you why they have no strategy. Because I'll tell you what no one else will, because I'm not on the speaker circuit. So I've got no 15,000 or 25K honorariums that I'm going to lose because of this. So I'll tell you. There's no money to be raised in fighting in your individual states. Michigan Right to Life called me begging for help to raise money last summer. Remember that. Mm -hmm. There's no money to be raised. That's why they're trying to do this 15-week thing in Washington, D.C., because you can raise a crap ton of money off of that. But there is no money to be raised off of fighting this individually in every state. For national groups, there's not. I mean, after all, why the hell would I give money to Susan B. Anthony to fight pro-life laws in Ohio? Give it to Ohio right to life. They're on the ground there. And so they're trying to figure out, now that we're in a, we're in a parochial era of battle now, state to state, region by region, they can't figure out a way to monetize it. God, that makes me sick. It's true. Yeah. We all know it's true. They can't figure out a way to monetize it. And the bureaucracy must go on. I mean, I always thought the goal of the March for Life was to stop having it, not to celebrate it's the 79th anniversary of the March for Life. I mean, I, I would think the goal would be to celebrate. Why did we, we have don't it, need in it Jan- anymore? Why did we have it in January? If we're going to have it, why did we have it in January this year? This is, this is why. And so all your states now, you're getting ambushed because the other side's serious. We're having the same conversation, different issue. They're serious. These are real demons. They will kill as many children as they can. This will be on all those right-wing watch shows later today, and I'll make sure to share their uh, links as they help me get the word out. They're serious about killing as many kids as they can. They're serious about mutilating as many kids as we can, or they can. We're serious about how do we raise money off of this nationally. That's why. 
And since I'm never getting invited to these groups, have nothing to lose, I'll tell you what everybody else who does get invited doesn't want to have to, but they know it's true too. That's why. So you're screwed. You're going to have to do this yourself. Pure grassroots without them. They, the Calvary isn't coming. Calvary's not coming. Now, the Calvary might, if you organize your churches, the Calvary's not coming. There's no money to be made raising money to stop issue one in Ohio. There's no money to be made stopping whatever that demonic filth was that Whitmer put on the ballot in Michigan last year. No money to be made. So you're screwed. You're going to have to do it all yourselves. You have to organize your churches yourselves, everything yourselves. You will get no help. You're on your own. I'm sorry. It sucks. I know. But it's also true. And it will keep happening. The fact that this happened in two states whose political trajectories are exactly opposite. The Democrats have erased the Republican Party in Michigan. It doesn't exist. In Ohio, the Republican Party is ascendant. And yet, yet the same result both times. Why? Because they care more. They're more organized at the grassroots level. Your leaders care about keeping the bureaucracy going first. And they can't figure out a way to do that while helping you in the grassroots. So until they do, and they won't, you're screwed and on your own. All right, that was a pretty fiery opening hour. Let's... Maybe chill a little bit. We get to buy, sell, or hold. Maybe we'll do some funnies. Always depends on the questions. It does. Could it be does. worse. Let's hope not. <laughs> we are back with hour two here on the Steve Day Show, here on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Steve Day, Stuart Todders, and Aaron McIntyre, and all of you. By the way, I need to apologize to Jim Dement. How we forgot his name. I'll tell you how. We are so unaccustomed to South Carolina sending anybody good to Washington, D.C. It just blew our minds. So, in fact, Jim DeMint should get a double honor, not just my apology for forgetting his name last hour, but for somehow being so convincing of a candidate that he actually got the people of South Carolina for once to vote as if they were a red state by voting for him. So clearly a very gifted and talented politician on top of that. I mean, look, Trey Gowdy, Tim Scott, Nancy Mace, Lindsey Graham, Jim DeMitt. It was like, you know, once every like 30 years, South Carolina wakes up and it's like, all right, maybe we got to send somebody here that's, you know, to the right of Chuck Schumer. Just so we can keep lying to ourselves of nothing else. So... This is sounding like the weirdest apology ever, but I am truly sorry that we forgot Jim DeMint's name. <laughs> so my bad to Jim DeMint. He was a fantastic representative and deserved more and better than us having a senior moment last hour. Uh, you can let us know what you think about what we think by emailing the show, steve at stevedace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook, me, we, and Gab. Follow me at Steve Dace Show on Twitter, Getter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also find me on Truth Social at Real Steve Dace there. 
Also, if you are a podcast listener, thank you so much. We appreciate all of you. Please, if you don't mind, show your appreciation for us by leaving us a five-star review. Hit subscribe or follow if you're listening on iTunes. That way, new episodes get downloaded directly into your feed every single day. And thank you to all of you that have done that for us, too. Thank you to our friends over at Raycon. Aaron, my understanding is you are now a proud Raycon customer. Yeah, I just got them yesterday. The story of why I ordered them is a story in and of itself, but... Uh, I was sitting in my man cave uh, last night checking them out. One, really impressed with the bass response. That's really hard to do. I got the everyday earbuds. Really hard to do in, in such a small form factor. But what really impressed me, I was sitting there listening to a podcast, and then I disconnected the Bluetooth on my phone, and the voice in the, in the, in the, in the Raycons said, uh, awareness mode. And all of a sudden, there was something behind me, uh, something behind me, like a, a white noise, like a mechanical noise. And I realized that it was isolating out the, de- the noisy, loud dehumidifier that's sitting right behind me. That's just an indicate. That's really hard to do in a, in a small form factor. I was really kind of blown away with them, especially for the price. They are fantastic. When it comes to noise isolation, it's they're the best I've ever heard. Or maybe since we're talking noise isolation. Didn't hear, if you know what I'm trying to say. All right. Also affordable, 32-hour battery life that includes up to eight hours of playtime. So listen to what you want, when you want, and for a really long time. They come with a 30-day happiness guarantee, so you really don't lose. And and here's the thing. I've got, like, these oddly-shaped ears. They have the most variety and their custom gel tips for the perfect comfortable in-ear fit that i have found as well all right so if you want to partake as aaron just did go to raycon.com slash steve and save 15 percent off everything that you want to get there at the store buds phones whatever you want raycon.com i'm sorry buy raycon.com slash steve buy raycon.com slash steve is where you want to go 15 percent off if you go there buy raycon.com slash steve r-a-y-c-o-n n as in you'll never go back to anybody else by raycon.com slash steve all right let's get to buy sell or hold and this is where aaron throws to uh, todd and i propositions from all of you and then no subject is off limits todd you and i will decide are we going to buy it or are we going to sell it and then if any if at any point in this conversation we'll get to as many of these as we can aaron does not put them in any order of priority um, just order of recognition. So we'll get through as many of these as we can. Whatever remains, we will get to for bonus buy, seller hold in the overtime for Blaze TV subscribers at blazetv.com slash dace. Go there now. Just 10 bucks a month if you want to get exclusive content at blazetv.com slash dace. If you use hold at all, at all, then you have punked out. You have defiled and defied the dude code. You have emasculated yourself and therefore as punishment. You've got to find out whom Lindsey Graham is holding tonight, and it just might be you. Todd, you ready? Yes. Let's go. All right. Sean Griffiths, we begin with him. They should stop calling it college football and just rename it to minor league football. I mean, that's what it's been for decades. I mean, almost 99.9999999% of the players the NFL accrues comes from college football. Um, They've scheduled around each other. Um, it's been that way forever. Um, It's just becoming more readily apparent. So I'll sell. Todd will buy. No, I'll I'll sell because you're just being too kind. (laughs) I love that. 
Like what? Steve's right. It's yes, it's a feeder <laughs> it's system, but that does. It's that still a, becoming what a great answer. I'm calling it. It's the. It's farcical. It's the Kardashian football league. It's that ridiculous. Great answer. Next up, Richard Thought Criminal says Trump's failure to pardon nearly everyone involved with J6, including himself, is one of the greatest political blunders in American history. It is shaping up to be yeah. one of them right now. It, it, one of the greatest political blunders of the 21st century. That's the, and that's the thing, too, man, because the overturning of Roe v. Wade is as important of a domestic policy accomplishment than anybody's accomplished in my lifetime. I mean, literally, children are alive today. That would not have been alive if Donald Trump had not been elected president and fulfilled that vow. Fair? Mm-hmm. That's, that is, that's, that is something to say. And it's true. It's absolutely true. What went on with the Abrahamic Accords and, and foreign policy was absolutely historic and made the world a safer place. On the other hand, there are people alive today or not alive today because of lockdowns. Businesses that are not alive today because of lockdowns. People that are not alive today because they took a poison. And, and so very high highs, very low lows. I mean, I, I can make an argument that Donald Trump created, may, may be guilty of the two biggest managerial blunders, leadership blunders I've seen so far in the 21st century out of the White House. 15 days to flatten the curve, slow, 30 days to slow the spread, Operation Warp Speed kind of its own you know, triumphant there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what this guy says, just could have pardoned himself, all these people on the way out the door. When his stock was lower, he had nothing to lose, didn't do it. And now here we are. It's amazing. I, like, remember, we always wondered about Scott Walker. Steve talks about how, like, the book he wrote should have actually been called The Scott Walker Story because of the number of times you cited him. Uh, in which, uh, which book was he in, Steve? Forgive me. Uh, rules for Patriots. Right. Yeah. And how, I mean, he, how he was just dogged in my home state of Wisconsin about uh, defying public sector unions. And then, but none of that fight translated when he ran for president. And we realized basically this, this guy was, he had an accounting fetish and basically he just like a really clean ledger and he just could not tolerate that. But he wouldn't, he just w- upsetting that apple cart it was so clear that that worked just apply it to everything else refuse to play that by their rules but he couldn't donald trump uh with tariffs look at what that did it just forget the like the we we argued on the show like is it like is it a modern economically sane policy no but he was playing chicken and he was just upsetting china he was upsetting people all over the world and ultimately, uh, we got a, uh, a virus and lockdowns uh, uh, because of it. But even Donald Trump didn't learn the lesson of just like that. Then he stopped just being the guy who kept turning over the apple cart. He kept playing the game. It's it goes back to where Steve talked about. It's just invincibly ignorant how, how Trump Trump himself simply whether it's ran out of steam got too comfortable i don't know but it, it you're absolutely right this is you did not have to teach an old dog new tricks you were the old dog you were teaching everybody else new tricks and winning because of it and then you just stopped playing next up we go to bob back better uh, donald trump appearance on the joe rogan experience would be the most watched podcast in history without question yeah. bye. bye yep without question I, 
if that were to happen, both of these guys have these big confrontational personas. My prediction is neither one of them demonstrates it. Complete slurp test. Complete. I, Rogan asks no questions of real consequence. I mean, because what, what's, what's Rogan's meal, other meal ticket? Oh, the like MMA? USC. Yeah. Who's one of Trump's closest friends? That's, that, that bro dude audience, that is Rogan's base. He has built the largest platform in, on this continent. The largest individual media platform on this continent is Joe Rogan. And he built it off that base. And that base loves Trump. I think it's a total slurp fest. And I think, I think we've seen Trump one-on-one doesn't really like confrontation. We saw that against Biden. We, he, that's not his thing. We, we saw him get punked by Nancy Pelosi. Oh. Uh, he, he likes being in a group. Or he likes being on a stage where he can insult you from afar or being in a group setting where he can kind of pick and choose his spots and maybe single you out in a group. Okay, then this is just never, it's, it's never going to happen. Because it would expose both of them, you think? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of my prediction. I, di- I didn't say I thought it was going to happen. I don't think it'll happen for the very reasons that we're talking about. I think both guys, I think, would tank. They'd cancel each other out. I do think, um, though, if it did happen, this is true. So I will buy. Sar Scream says the feels like temperature on weather sites have little to no scientific backing and are just there to make temperatures seem more extreme. Bye. All is psyop. Psyop is all. Well, it's been definitely turned up to 11, you know, with the the maps and like fiery Elmo red and things like that. So, yeah, bye. How is heat index calculated? Using a multiple regression analysis. Okay, you already lost me. Yep. Um, Arthur Bloor says, Iowa's importance for getting momentum in the primary is overstated, given that its winner has not gone on to win the primary in over three cycles, contrasted with New Hampshire and South Carolina, which have both picked the winner for the last three cycles. I I think you have to, I'm going to sell because you have to define what it means by being overrated. In the history of the Iowa caucuses, every Republican who's won it finished no lower than second. And yeah, you'll say, well, Rick Santorum and Mike Huckabee and Ted Cruz didn't go on and win the nomination. They went from nobodies to the last standing challengers for the nomination in all three cases. So that's why we that. I mean, if you're saying if your belief is that Iowa chooses the nominee, then I would tell you that's overrated. And Iowans don't even don't wouldn't even accept that role if it was offered to them. That's not the culture of our state to say, yeah, we think 160,000 people in flyover country should pick the presidential nominees for the other 331 million Americans. That that's just not the way Iowans think instinctively as a people. They don't view their role that way. So if you see Iowa that way, then yes, I would buy and it's overrated as someone who 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 sees Iowa the right way because I'm here. And I'm involved in the process and I've been as involved in the process as very few people have been for going on a second decade now. So I've got the right perspective because I'm actually where the perspective is happening. Iowans don't see it that way. They view themselves as a sifting tool, as a vetting tool. Um, they, they view themselves as kind of, I've used the analogy in the past, a winnowing fork. They kind of winnow the field down to three to four 
that they either think are the most serious and or they are cur- they, they are curiosited by and they kind of pass them on and you know you guys decide from here you know we got we got rid of the absolute crazies and the nobodies for you and you know here are the yeah, serious people and you guys take it from here that that that's the role Iowa plays and if you look at Iowa's history in the Republican party since this started in 1976, every candidate that has won Iowa has either been the nominee or finished runner-up for the nomination. So I don't, given that that's the very first race without any major media markets at all, really, and, and, and if you win Iowa, you're guaranteed at least second place at the end. I don't know. I don't think that's irrelevant at all. I think it actually speaks the exact opposite of your point. So I will sell. I'm absolutely selling. Going back to names, I, I, a name I just brought up, Scott Walker, front runner, going in. We decide you're not serious. Rick Perry, front runner, going in. We decide you're not serious. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is you. You guys want to do that? Jeff Gibson, top five running backs in the NFL since 1960. Number one, Jim Brown. Number two, Barry Sanders. Number three, Walter Payton. Number four, Emmett Smith, and number five, Gail Sayers. I, I don't know how you could argue with that list. Good list. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know how you could argue with it, so I'll buy. Yeah. I think, gosh, I think I'd try to find a way to get Earl Campbell in there because, man. The almost theatric, the tearaway jerseys. Oh, the NFL yeah. films highlights yeah. of that dude yeah. are just something. You're going to call me a Chiefs slappy here, and maybe you would be right, but Jamal Charles, number one in yards per touch, I believe. Who are you taking off the list for Jamal Charles? Um, I would take... Well, I just advanced this the slide. I would take um, whatever the number five was. I don't know. Gail yeah, Sayers? Sayers, yeah. Take okay. him off the list. <laughs> it just looked, I know. The emails I'm getting from Boomer America the rest That's, of the day. Thank you for that. All of these guys are like from before I was born. Except I know, for I know, Sanders, I know. So. Very, very, uh, very tilted towards the older running backs. Uh, Jeff Gibson says, uh, again, uh, top five people in government that understand what time it is. Chip Roy and Thomas Massey tied. Number two, Ron DeSantis. Number three, Mike Lee. Number four, Rand Paul. And number five, Ted Cruz. Uh, I'm, I'm selling. What? I'm not sure about Mike Lee. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about Mike Lee at all. I'm not sure about Rand Paul, although everyone hates him. Just everyone hates him. Which Isn't tells that me, awesome? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish this Rand Paul would have ran for president back in 2012 I mean, or 2016. His office just got burned down. Yeah. Some schizo stabbed almost to death one of his staffers. His neighbor assaulted him. He nearly got it. He was at the congressional baseball practice. I mean, violence finds him. So you're selling. Yes. Can I address something really quick? Yeah. I, I'm going to sell the list because I think there's a couple more people. Like, she's yeah. she's clearly very aware of the fact that she is tied to Trump. But if you set that aside, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene has clearly demonstrated she knows what time it is. You know, I, Matt Gates's style ain't mine. But I also watched that guy back in back in January stand up to Trump for nearly two weeks on the Kevin McCarthy thing. I think he, I think again, you know, I, I get that he took his girlfriend or whatever to the Barbie premiere. Whatever. Well, fine. I, I think there's maybe more people in there than that. I can yeah, say. that's. I would agree. I, I and and I think frankly we're overrating the senators. Um, and underrating that there's maybe a few more House people there. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I, I don't. I don't think that there's like 15 people were missing, but I think there's a couple more that deserve a little more credit. Like I would absolutely give Marjorie Taylor Greene more credit. Again, you know, uh, attached at the hip to Trump, a little too much. To the, like, I like the fact that Gates will do his own thing when he disagrees with Trump. Marjorie Taylor Greene will not. Okay, but short of anything that goes against what Mr. Trump wants. Is there, can you think of a time she didn't know what time it was since she's been in Congress? No. Like, she's been on the right side of, like, every fight that didn't directly go against whatever Mr. Trump's agenda was at the time. Has she not been on the right side of it every single other time? Yeah. I think she deserves some credit part, yeah. for that. I think she deserves more credit than that. So, there you go. Um, before we move on. I want to make sure we stay on schedule here with our friends over at Sweat Block. Summer is here. Now, we are getting a bit of a respite right now. But you know we're still in the dog days of August. It can return at any time. Plus, you might just be struggling with chronic sweating and high-stress, nervous tension situations. Yeah, that doesn't mean you're weak. just means you need a little help. All right? Job interviews, first dates, those are stressful situations. Make sure you're prepared with the antiperspirant wipes from Sweat Block. They've got so many other great products as well. That's kind of their OG. That's what launched them. That's what they were known for. So make sure you try that for sure. But they've got deodorant stick. I love the deodorant lotions, particularly when it gets really hot out. You know, like when I'm at Universal Studios last month in L.A., for example, in 100-degree heat. You know, make sure that you're not sweating um, you know, out the back out the back end there for everybody to see because it's so hot out there. Keep those more sensitive regions uh, nice and cool uh, and sweat-free with Sweatblock. Use the promo code DACE right now to get 20% off at sweatblock.com. Sweatblock.com, promo code DACE for 20% off at sweatblock.com. Moving on now to Caravan DLM. If aliens do exist, we should identify the conservative aliens who would vote Republican, give them amnesty, and encourage them to move to Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. <laughs> this is so sufficiently snotty I will buy. I love it. I can't tell if you're mocking me or coming alongside me, and I'm okay with either one of those because it's so well done. So I'll buy. I like this. It, 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 the snottiness level is uh, peak. You so, said aliens, so, so I'm selling. I got a recognized game. Bye. Tan, Tiny Johnny has this. The reason transgenderism is so prevalent now is because it's been here for decades via the rise of the matriarchy, i.e. feminism, and its success in having women take on the role of men, which has resulted in men taking the submissive role of the woman. I could buy yeah, yeah. to some there's degree there's been some, some, yeah. some grooming and conditioning towards that end. And then if your argument is that transgenderism is essentially the, like yesterday, the story of this black supremacist teacher. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, calling for violence because her, her black girlfriend is dating a white guy and she caught him in bed together. That's really the ultimate conclusion of the racialist language that we are, you know, mm -hmm. deploying today. If you're making the same argument yeah. that the institution of the matriarchy and trannyism is basically the logical conclusion of that agenda, yeah. I'll buy. Agreed. Okay. Uh, calling an audio, uh, audible here. Just got this from uh, just seconds ago from Coincidence Noticer. Mike Lee doesn't get in or doesn't get it, but Marjorie Taylor Greene does. Are you guys for real right now? Buy, sell, or hold? Marjorie Taylor Greene actually spoke up on the PrEP Act, the jab. Mike Lee never said a word. 
I think I think Mike Lee is a great constitutionalist. Yep. But I think Mike Lee is like the the, the people I talked about last hour that still think there is some high-minded intellectual nuance that can be applied here, and there cannot. There are now only two rules of engagement. Let me repeat them again. Don't disobey God. Other than that, we win, they lose. That's it. Those are the only two rules. Anything short of that will lead to defeat. That's my opinion. I think that this person is basically, you boil it down, if I can stare into their soul and find out what they're basically just making a tone argument and they like how this looks in its suit and they don't look like how this sounds in its icky way of saying things and i i can't my whole adult life as i've started getting into this i i i whatever form you put your tone argument in i'm gonna tell you to turn around and stick it where the sun don't shine let me say something else i never thought i'd say in 2017 and uh, this, by the way, is probably the most prolonged discussion of Marjorie Taylor Greene that's ever taken place on this show. Not somebody we bring up a lot, talk a lot about. Why? Because her, plum, her ultimate plumb line is Donald Trump. But, and it's not mine. But I don't care. Like, I don't care if she wants to... Well, I think she's actually divorced now. I don't care if she wants... She left her husband for Donald Trump if, they're, if, 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 if they know what time it is. That's not my issue. Okay, but... 10 years ago... I would have told you, we need to elect a bunch of Mike Lees to win the culture war. Now I'm telling you, that won't win the culture war. Because you're, 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 gonna, you're, you're engaging in rules of engagement that the other side will not participate in no matter what you do. No matter how smart you are, how eloquent you are, how devoted you are, they won't do it. To me, that's what the whole argument about the last election was about. I think I even said on the air, I don't care if Mike Pence doesn't have the power to do it. I don't care. I'm, I'm not, I, I don't care about upholding the Eighth Amendment. Mm-hmm. The, script, the Constitution is not scripture. I don't care about upholding the... When, when, the, when, when, when the colonials... And we're, I've got this new sticker here on my... Uh, some, one of our listeners sent me. Uh, it's got George Washington on it. Me and my homies would have been stacking bodies by now, is what it says. It's a troll. It's a joke. Okay? But to be serious about that history... They were violating English common law, the Magna Carta, hundreds of years of established English legal, tra- legal tradition as Englishmen when they issued a Declaration of Independence. They violated all forms of the social compact. Now, why did they do that? Because they made the, dis- they made the decision the social compact had already been broken. So why are we going to hold ourselves to something as Englishmen when you're not treating us as Englishmen? Like, I don't care if the, eighth, if the fourth line of the Eighth Amendment says Mike Pence can't do this. Because I'm up against people that want to, that mm-hmm. ended the Eighth Amendment already. They don't care. They don't care. And this is what, wh- what amendment says they can castrate your kids? What amendment says they can put gay porn in your schools? What amendment says they can let illegal aliens and drug dealers and drug mules and human traffickers overrun your border? Which amendments say that? And this is why the leftists were so damn scared of Donald Trump initially, because they thought the jig was up, that this guy had shown up and he didn't care either. But it turned out that after a little while, both the leftists and the Mitch McConnells on the right realized Trump wasn't quite as serious. See, that's my issue. There's a lot of people listening right now saying, why in the world, man, are you not on Getter with the rest of the MAGAs? This is the most Trumpian show maybe you've ever done. I don't think they're serious. They don't. My worldview says, why do you call me Lord if you do not do what I say? Faith without works is dead. 
you know a tree by its fruit. Show o me the money! O obedience to your word is, and, and the word is at a very high premium in a biblical worldview, man. Like whole books of the Bible are about this. It's one of the most oft-discussed topics, Old and New Testament. I don't want to... <laughs> He's the same Chris Christie that Trump is mocking. We had that guy irrelevant. He tried coming to Iowa. We laughed him out of here. He went nowhere. He was done. Trump brought him back, guys. <laughs> Put him in the White House. And then when he had to replace James Comey, he asked Chris Christie, who do I hire? And he told him, Chris Ray, the very guy that just weaponized the FBI. At least we've got the fat jokes now, though, Steve. Exactly. Dude, if... I, <laughs> I would not care if Donald Trump called Ron DeSantis a son of a bitch every day like he did at, at the GOP event in Nevada last month. If he did the stuff that him and his people talk and tweet about all the time. There, you guys want to stop these persecutions? There's one way to do it. And they can do it. They have the power to. Where do all appropriations begin? All. What's the word all mean in the original Greek? What's all. it mean? I think all. I think it means all. That means even the Department of Justice, all their appropriations begin there too? Yeah. Yeah. So the Constitution says all appropriations begin where? House. Who controls the House? That would be the GOP. Who made Kevin McCarthy speaker? Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. It, and him and Trump and nobody else is saying defund DOJ until this stops. That's the only way to stop it. We're being told this is the end of America. And I actually think it could very well be. That we've crossed a Rubicon that we've crossed 55 times already, but I'm with you. I'm totally with you. Okay, so then we should follow me here. Stop it. Thoughts. They went on vacation. Anybody? Bueller? Instead. Anybody? Vacation. Comfort. Stop it. We Com can stop it. We're going to defund DOJ. That's not comfortable. Even to the point of shutting the government down. You want to get the normies' attention? Shut the government down because to show them what the, what the DOJ is doing to persecute Trump. Well, Steve, our only path to win is to convince the normies that they're persecuting Trump so much. Okay. Well, then let's convince the normies by shutting the government down and defunding DOJ so they can't persecute Trump. Well, if we do that, then we won't win the next... What, what is this? Why don't you like Mike Lee enough? That's where this started. What, what, it, what the hell is this thing we call an industry and a movement? I mean, there's only one way to stop this. Where's my mic? You have to defund it. Isn't it curious? The only way that will stop this is the one thing Trump and none of his top lieutenants are calling for. Nobody is. That's why. I want to win. All I care about. Because I want to save America for our children and grandchildren. That's all I care about, man. I don't care what the name on the front of the jersey is, the back of the jersey. I don't care what color the jersey is. I don't care whose jersey it is. I don't care if it's in jersey. I don't care. I just want to save America for our kids and grandkids. That's it. That's the only reason I do everything I do. That's it. I'm just not convinced that's the only reason that a lot of people in this business are doing what they're doing. Which is why... I may sound a lot like them, but I'm often not with them. Because they sound a lot like me, but they're often not with me. Love the addition of Naturally It's Clean to our partners here on the Steve Day Show, not just because 
I'm a clean freak. I've got a bit of a Danny Tanner streak in me. All that is true. But also because these are great products, and it's from a great family. Great patriots. Uh, they love America. They follow our content here at The Blaze like all of you do. And did I mention these are great products as uh, Cap is getting older? He's not quite as potty trained as he used to be, you know, having a, maybe about an accident about every week or so. I can't believe this is the best pet stain remover I've ever seen because we've tried them all. <laughs> so this is the best one we've ever seen. Laundry detergents. I mean, it, it's just an absolutely great product. All right. Get the Essential Starter Kit, which is four of their most popular products. It's one of their top selling items. And get 15% off for a limited time when you go to naturallyitsclean.com slash Steve. Naturallyitsclean.com slash Steve. Made, manufactured right here in the USA with an America, from an America-loving family with great values. They even offer free two-day shipping as well. Uh, again, naturallyitsclean.com slash Steve. Let's welcome in the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation himself, the one and only Daniel Horowitz. It is good to see you, my friend. You should go back and listen to the first 90 minutes of this show later today when you get a chance. Because Steve. I mean, I, I, I just I've done 90 straight minutes of woe and lamentation, brother. 90, just 90 straight minutes of woe and lamentation myself. All right, and the, your listeners are going to go back and listen to my show today <laughs> and say which one has more lamentation. Uh, email me, Daniel Horowitz at startmail.com. Who wins this one, Steve or me? But uh, no, I did catch your last comment about Chris Christie, and, and it dawned on me. I was thinking, this is why we need Mitt Trump. See, he, he elevates all the crap that we thought we got rid of within the party and was dead and like resurrects them so he can make fun out of them and we can enjoy ourselves. I mean, you know, what would we do with our time if not for that? So I think it's very important. Like he just also made fun out of Elaine Chow and uh, Mitch McConnell for profiting off of China when he elevated Elaine Chow to a cabinet position that no other Republican president did. And then right when we were about to endorse against McConnell at the end of his presidency in 2020, um, he made sure to endorse him. So no such primary took place. Let's do something you and I rarely, if ever do, when we are together and pivot to something positive. Yes. Okay. So you and I were fortunate earlier this year to uh, author one of, so far this year, one of the best-selling uh, books by conservative authors uh, so far in 2023, Rise of the Fourth Reich, Confronting COVID Fascism with a New Nuremberg Trial, so this never happens again. And in this book, we introduced uh, our readers, um, the tens of thousands of people that have bought a copy of this book this year, we introduced them to witnesses from across the spectrum of both whistleblowing, suffering, etc., at the hands of COVID Stan over the last few years. And a couple of names that uh, are in our book, uh, Sam Sigaloff gets his own chapter, in fact. Uh, Lieutenant Mar First Lieutenant Mark uh, C. Bashaw are mentioned in our book as well. But this is where now COVID Stan is attempting to say it's, it's not good enough that we threw you out for daring to defy us. We, we are now trying to make it that you can't earn a living, basically. We're going we're gonna to try to end you in the private sector as well. And so I, I'm going to announce what we're going to do, and then I want you to tell our audience more about these two men and their stories and why they want to support it. So if you go to fourthreichbook.com right now, fourthreichbook.com is where you want to go. 
Again, that's fourthreichbook.com. Daniel and I are selling special commemorative autographed editions of Rise of the Fourth Reich. Each of them, each of us has personally autographed all of these. Very limited run. And we're not taking a nickel from this. All of this money is going to be donated uh, to the legal defenses of Mark Bashaw and Sam Sigaloff. And, and Daniel will tell you in a minute why you want to take part in that. Um, but um, we thought it was the least we could do. I mean, one of the one of the stickers here on my computer, this one right here. Um, Dr. Sigaloff sent that to me to honor me for using our my platform to fight for people like him. And that was his token of appreciation uh, for us. And so this is the least we could do for him. Um, we're not taking any money from this. We're giving all of our author proceeds of this commemorative run. We're giving all of them to Sam and to Mark to help them try to be made whole, get their lives back, and contribute at least a little bit to the onslaught that is up against them. So fourthreichbook.com, that's where you can go to get an autographed copy of Rise of the Fourth Reich, but also take part in a really good cause and a fundraiser as well. Fourthreichbook.com. So, Daniel, give us the backstory here again of both Sam and Mark. You, you know, Steve, I got to give a backstory to the backstory as always first, because this is really the reverse grifting. See, everyone else in this movement, what they do is they they get involved in something and then they make money off of it. And that is the end point. Um, and then what happens is even the few people who wind up doing some sort of good work, but that becomes the institution in and of itself. So like January 6th is the thing. Okay, great, great information. Now, what do we do? What do we do? So we made sure from the get-go to have action items that we are working on every day in the states, federally, every day to try to enact it, not just to be a tourist and take, you know, pictures of a burning building. No, we want to drag the person out. Like we want to achieve the outcome, not just doom porn over the outcome or over the lack thereof. And, and there is a moral hazard that we now face that people who are able to be a whistleblower and stand up to something in their industry, whether it's law, whether it's medicine, whether it's the military, because you need everyone within every industry to enforce this garbage of the Fourth Reich upon everyone else. And the question we're asking is why people won't stand up. That's what COVID was all about. Even in 80, 20 red counties within red states, everyone enforced this on each other. No one would say no. And we're always like, why don't people say no? Well, then, yeah, the few people that say no, you know what happens, Steve? One of two things. Either they're the few fortunate ones that get to become part of that kind of MAGA Inc. They get invited on the shows, sell books, earn a lot of money. And there are some people in COVID, in the medical freedom movement, that are doing better than they did before. And I don't begrudge that. I think most of them have had good motivations and are doing good things, but it worked out for them. But then there are people that are thrown into the meat grinder and they do everything we would expect and hope a person would do. And if more people would do that, we wouldn't be in this position and they're left out alone. They're left out alone. There's nothing flashy. So Sam Sigaloff. So he was stationed in Arizona. He was an army doctor, captain. And he, you know, could have just gone along with everything else. It wasn't just a matter of saving his own hide from the vaccine mandate. But he would have people come to him and he would give them informed consent. 
about the vaccine. He had people that were allergic to the ingredients and he gave them medical exemptions. He had his medical exemptions for people who were allergic to the shot. And this is written in our in our book. He is one of our witnesses. He had them overturned by his superiors. And now because of that, because of that, he's under investigation and he can't get a medical license in the civilian world because of the stand he took for life, life. This is every bit as pro-life as the abortion issue uh, in, in the military. And then we have Mark Bashaw. We don't we do not have his story in uh, the book. I did have him on my show a while ago, and he is a public health official. He's not a doctor, but he, his job was to look out for public health threats to the military. Well, gee, he saw one threat where a bunch of 20 year olds were getting cancers and strokes and myocarditis. So he talked about it. He raised concerns about the fact that the, both the mask and vaccine mandate, because they were both EUA, right? The, the mask being used as a intervention in medicine was emergency use authorization to this very day. That violated DOD law, it violated the law. And he fought them tooth and nail. He refused. He said, no, I'm not doing it. He got court-martialed. He was actually found not guilty, but then afterwards they went after him again, and he's essentially dishonorably discharged after 17 years and will not get a penny of pension or anything else. And again, these people are now thrust into the civilian world. It, it, it's a double-edged sword because once you don't have help from the military, you now have nothing but a blot in your record and no one will touch you. These are two people who did everything we would ever ask of people. These are two people who reflect the Patrick Henrys we do not have, the, the Sam Adams we do not have, the Sons of Liberty we do not have today but desperately need if we were, if we were ever hoping to stave this off, to just say no. And it's not just about their personal lives, but if we raise enough money, I want to a big part of this is legal defense, because there are very the two of them sit at the nexus of important legal proceedings against this entirety of EUAs in the military and um, informed consent from doctors the discovery process of the vaccines themselves. These are very, very important lawsuits that need to happen as part of the reckoning for all of us headed forward, not just making their lives whole, which is important, as you, as you just said. So that's kind of the short and long of it. We've got more information about both Sam and Mark on the website. Uh, if you want even more details on their backgrounds, you want to learn more about the book. Um, I know a lot of you already own a copy. So in this case, we would just ask you to pick another one up. We're not making anything off this. Not a plug, nickel. All right. We're giving it all of our author proceeds after the overhead of the publishing and the printing and distribution. That The rest is profit. That's what would go to Daniel and I. We're giving all of that away to both Dr. Sigelhoff and First Lieutenant Bashaw. So if you want to get your autographed copy of Rise of the Fourth Reich, and help these two men as a way of saying thank you for standing in the gap. Thank you for being a watchman on the wall. Thank you for your willingness to come forward. When others hid, you came forward. We want to honor that. Fourth Reich, R-E-I-C-H, fourthreichbook.com is where you want to go. Again, fourthreichbook.com, 
fourthreichbook.com. And then Daniel and I will have this up on our socials and stuff here later today that you can just link right off of that as well. Fourthreichbook.com. All right, Daniel, I've got about two minutes for you. The floor is yours. Anything else you want to address? So last night, um, aside from the Ohio fiasco, you know, when you have a party that's pedal to the metal on abortion, but sucks on everything else. So you kind of have that imbalanced disposition you offer the voters and that's not a winner. But Mississippi held elections and another rhino won re-election for lieutenant governor against Chris McDaniel. I supported him. Uh, it was about 51 to 43. And yeah, we're going to keep doing this, Steve. We're going to keep doing this. I, I, I hear on the MAGA crowd that Trump changed the party. The party has not changed one iota over the last 15 years. It is the same thing. Every red state, and in fact, there was a slaughter. All the open seats were run by the won by the rhinos in the legislature there. Mississippi sucks. Uh, you know, Alabama sucks. South Carolina sucks. Tennessee, the governor there is planning a special session on August 21st to have red flag laws and Medicaid expansion, you know, because when a tranny gets pumped up with uh, testosterone and shoots up a Christian school, it's the gun that's the problem, right? So we need to empower the weaponized government to have a target list against gun owners. This is happening in states that there is no but the media, there is no but the Democrats. If we actually were on the ground and focused on something, and this gets back to uh, Lieutenant Bash on Captain uh, Sigalov, People that are actually trying to do, do and implement versus just porn doom. And what I'm finding is there's this moral hazard that the more we fail and the more the rhinos are in and allow the Democrats to keep doing this or do it along with them, the worse it gets, the more anxiety our people have. Steve, the more shows we can put on chronicling it doesn't affect us. We're, we're having the time of our lives here. What about the people? When does this vicious cycle end? You know, in Florida, there's not much doom porn to, to put out. You know, that's part of the problem there. No, I mean, if and, you're just uh, a prosecutor that doesn't want to put murderers in prison, they just fire your ass and get rid of you and move but on. But you didn't call her fat, so it doesn't count. Doesn't count, yeah. Good to see you, brother. Thank you. Later. Later. FourthReichBook.com, R-E-I-C-H. FourthReichBook.com is where you can go get a special autographed edition of Rise of the Fourth Reich fourthreichbook.com and Daniel and I have no issue trying to sell you this book again because we're not making any money off of this we're giving all of our money away to these two individuals these brave men who stood up for America and stood up for each of us and because of that they're trying to put them down fourthreichbook.com is where you want to go also, if you're struggling with chronic pain that's from too much inflammation in the body, where you want to go is relieffactor.com. The all-natural anti-inflammatory, though it was created by doctors who can prescribe drugs. But they realized, you know, if you take a lot of drugs for too long, there can, you know, that can put a strain on your body too. So if it's possible, sometimes it's not. And you need the good stuff, man. But sometimes you need the natural stuff if it'll work just as well because then you don't have the trade-offs. And that's where Relief Factor comes in, the all-natural anti-inflammatory. To deal with your chronic pain, find out if it works for you in three weeks or less for just 20 bucks. That's it. To see if you don't see a difference in three weeks or less. Why do they do this? Because about 70% of the time, people stick around long-term because of the results they see in three weeks or less. So relieffactor.com is where you want to go. That's relieffactor.com. Or you can call them at 800 for relief Man, seeing this promo with Aaron Rodgers in a Jets jersey is just jarring. 
anyway, final thoughts on today's show, gentlemen? One of the best ones of the year, in my opinion. Just a lot of truth that needed to be told. And I think we did it. And I think we, uh, at least I did. I, I mean, I exercised some frustration with the, uh, with the montage. And, uh, you know, it was basically just one big uh, session of, of group therapy. Right? 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 Yeah, I'm blaming this whole thing on you. I was in a really good mood when I came in here. And then you set that tone. I'm a victim. I was happy. I was in a good place. Welcome. Just, I'm, I'm blaming this entire show on you. When, when, I, when I get calls later today, I'm blaming it on you. Okay. All right. That was a great show. And, of course, I love a great show is something that uh, validates my priors. And uh, that's... Uh, <laughs> We're, t- we're too comfortable, and thus we are invincibly ignorant. And that poll shows that. The need to call for more sales for this book shows that, because the same thing is to, like, they're really not going to put him in jail. They really didn't give us a wonderfully magic vaccine that is ineffective. And can- they really didn't do that. How- we're the- aren't we the smartest people, the most educated people that have ever been in the history of man? Yet we... We can't connect the dots. We won't connect the dots. Why is that? Because we're crackheads. Like I told you on a different issue before, our addictions are so bone deep, we just don't want to see. I shudder to think what they have to do to show us we're up against real demons. I know. John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.